Welcome. Welcome to Kim's Wellness Space, the podcast. This podcast is all about my passion for yoga and for wellness. During these episodes, I will share my thoughts and experiences of how to live a full life of sparkle and energy in my 50s. It is my passion that everybody should be winning at wellness no matter your age. Thank you for choosing to listen to this podcast. I really hope you enjoy it. Let's get stuck in. Hello and welcome to Kim's Wellness Space, the podcast. We are currently on season five. This is episode four. Um, If you're new uh, to my podcast, thank you so much for joining me today. Normally you find me hanging out on Instagram at um, Kim's Wellness Space. And um, if you haven't listened to any of my podcasts before, please go back and listen to them. There's quite a lot to uh, fill up your podcasting time if you like that kind of thing. We're also available on YouTube. Um, Yeah, thank you for joining me today. So um, it took me a while to decide what I wanted to talk about today. Um, At the moment, I'm having one of those things where there's a lot going on in my brain and I want to share it, but you know, you have to do one thing at a time, don't you? And you have to be patient and you can't share everything in one go. So it's difficult to know which bits to share. So far in season five, we've talked about um, Tough Mudder, which I am doing um, in September with one of my sons and his wife. And Ben came on and chatted with me about Tough Mudder um, as he's one of their ambassadors this year. And then... um, I've also chatted with Sarah, who is a confidence coach, um, who is wonderful and is all about saying yes. And then there's just been a little bit of me as well. Um, And this week I was like, what shall I tell you guys about? Shall I talk to you about my training? Shall I talk to you? I've done a lot this week on um, my Instagram about menopause. So I was like, maybe I should carry on sharing that. Also, it's come up a lot with my clients um, because I'm a wellness accountability coach um, about this whole striving for perfection. So I was like, do I need to share that? What do people need to hear this week? Um, And then it kind of occurred to me that actually they're all very interlinked and weaved together. So I'm just going to talk to you about the whole lot. Um. So we're going to start with the training. Training is going really well. Now, I'm not doing a um, definite plan of training for Tough Mudder. I was doing um, movement anyway. Um, It's one of the things that I do to help my menopause symptoms, which we will get on to in a bit. Um, So I was already doing that. This time of year, I don't tend to walk very much. I tend to swim more because it's hot here in Cyprus. Um, I already do loads of yoga because I love yoga and it's played a massive part in my wellness journey personally. Um, and I love lifting weights and I've been doing that for a while, but I'd kind of got to the point and I'm sure that you can all, um, relate to this to some degree. I was kind of doing it, but I was going through the motions, and there's nothing wrong with that. Don't get me wrong. Like any movement that we do, 
is good. Like you can't you can't do bad movement. Do you know what I mean? Like if if whatever you're doing is seven minutes, that's seven minutes of movement that you may not have done. So it's good. But I wanted to get stronger. I wanted to be able to lift more. I have jokingly said in the past a few times, like maybe in the last few months, I want to be a kick-ass grandma. I do not want to be an old lady that can't do things for herself. And I think it's really important. And it's like all these things, isn't it? When we're young, we think, oh my God, it's so far away. I don't actually need to be worrying about being an old lady. But time disappears really quickly. And, you know, I am nowhere near being old lady age. But if I don't look after my bones and my health now, when I get to being 90 odd, um, you know, then, then I'm going to be grateful that I've put all this hard work in now. So, um, I, yeah, I'd kind of looked and I was thinking, well, I'm, you know, I pay um, for a PT because I'm not a PT. I'm a yoga teacher. So I do need to have somebody's knowledge helping me. Um and I was doing what she was telling me. I was following the workouts, but I was probably only doing three a week. I wasn't being particularly consistent. You know, lots of times you can feel tired when you're going through these menopause symptoms. And so it's quite easy to say, oh, do you know what? I don't, I don't really fancy it today. I'm, uh, I'm, you know, my body's tired. I'm not doing it. Um, which, again, is like there's nothing wrong with that. But for me, I knew that I could probably do more. And I already know that the more things that I do to promote my wellness, the better I feel, the more I want to do. It's like anything in life, isn't it? The, the more you practice, you get better at it, you want to do it more. And so I kind of gave myself a bit of a talking to and was like, you know, I spend all day long coaching people on how to find balance how to you know habit stack how to make plans how to use utilize their time best to achieve while still living and if I turned it in to look at me it wasn't really following my own advice and that and that happens doesn't it you know we're it's easy to give somebody else advice it's not always easy to follow our own advice so um, January, actually, I had a really good month. I was very focused. And then February went a little bit out the window. March, we were away in the UK visiting family and friends. And so it was, you know, different. I was out of my normal environment. So when we got back, I was like, right, April, I'm going to be on it. And so since April, I have got this plan. I'm following it to the letter. Um Within it, I've got two rest days that are planned in. And I am also very, very good because I've had a load of practice at listening to what my body needs. So um, I can get up in the morning and I can now tell, am I actually tired? Is my body actually tired? Am I just being a bit lazy? But there, there is, there's definitely three categories. And because I've done this for so long now, I can notice and I can also can call myself out. And so to get to that point, one of the things that I used to do is regardless of how I felt, I would 
try and I would start and I'd say okay do five minutes and if after five minutes you don't want to do anymore I, you have permission to stop that's fine don't do it and nine times out of ten once you get going you're like actually I'm fine I'll get going it's you know your mind playing tricks on you and saying oh it's okay you don't need to do it today don't worry um you know our subconscious mind wants to keep us safe and it wants to choose the path of least resistance it doesn't want change it doesn't want anything hard and so it will always say to you yes have another rest day that's absolutely fine you can do it tomorrow but of course the more tomorrows we wait for then we we don't actually take any action and if we want change we have to take an action so having a goal is good having a plan to get to that goal is better actioning that plan to get to that goal is that's what we want that's where the magic happens so that's what I've been doing and so if I go back to January when I was working out in January I actually was on the most basic that I could do and I didn't wasn't using any weights I am now at the point where I'm lifting the highest weight that I own um, obviously some days I still have to scale down or you know change things up a little bit but if I want to go up in weight again uh, which I probably will next month I am going to have to go and invest in some more weights which is great so that's the training part and it links really nicely in with menopause because we have to be really aware of what's going on so um this week on my Instagram feed I have been very bold and put a big bold statement out there which I have been wanting to share for ages but I was too uh I was too frightened that's that's the not frightened scared apprehensive maybe that's a better word um to put my opinion out there into the world because I don't want to offend anybody I didn't want to belittle anything that anybody else is going through but I've got something that I want to share. And so this week I've been brave and I've shared it. And actually I've had a really good response from people, which is brilliant. And it's exactly what I wanted. I wanted to start a conversation. Uh, everything that I do is in hope that I will inspire and help others. That's why I teach yoga. That's why I'm a coach. That's why I wrote my books. You know, if I'm helping one person, that's brilliant. And that, you know, then I've achieved my goal of what I need to do that is my purpose is to you know I've got all of this knowledge and I need to share um and so the big statement that I made this week is that I have been perimenopausal for 10 years I did used to have really really bad symptoms and I had a lot of them but now through all the learning that I've done, all the studying, all the research, all the, you know, treating myself like an experiment and seeing, oh, what does this do? How does my body respond to that? I am now in a place where I don't suffer any symptoms. If I don't do all the good stuff that my body loves, yes, then of course the symptoms will reappear. And actually a very good example of that is if I drink red wine which I don't particularly do these days, but I do like red wine. And if I have the odd glass, immediately my hot flushes will come back and they are like volcanic. They are way worse than they were before and they were pretty bad before. Um, and so I don't really do that because I don't want to feel like a volcano. It's uncomfortable. And is it worth it just for one glass of wine? Uh, I don't, in my opinion, for me, 
It's not. Um, I, if you have read my book, which is um, available on Amazon, that's about my experiences, sort of learning about menopause and like the first part because I don't actually know anything about it. To be fair, they didn't teach me about it in school, and honestly, I thought that menopause was something that kind of, you know, there was a you got a hot flush. Um, we had a bit of brain fog. There were, you know, you put on a bit of weight, and then it was all finished. And then you got on with the rest of your life, and uh, that is not true. Like that could not be further from the truth. Literally, for half of our lives as women, we are in some sort of menopause thing. So we we have perimenopause, then we have menopause, which is actually just a celebration of a year of no periods, and then then we're in postmenopause. We still have all those symptoms. Sometimes they go. Sometimes we get new ones. Sometimes they might be not as bad as they were, or but they don't go away. It doesn't stop. Well, it stops when we die, I guess. But um, yeah, it's a bit of a revelation, isn't it? So when I learned that, I was like, "Well, I'm I'm not suffering this. I'm not I'm not doing this for the rest of my life." I, I my brain fog was so bad that. I actually thought I had early onset Alzheimer's or dementia or something. I was, you know, I was worried. It was affecting all areas of my life. I'm really lucky that I've got a very supportive um, husband and um, my son that was living with us at the time also was really good and helped me loads, probably more than he actually realises. And thank goodness, because if I had been living on my own, I probably would have thought that I really was going mad. So this is why I want to share, because if you're sitting at home listening, thinking, I don't really know what to do, and I feel terrible, I want you to know that there is hope. It does get better. There are things that you can do. A lot of people go on HRT. If that's your thing, wonderful. It's It's not for me. I have my own personal reasons why I don't want to do that. Um, but I am living proof that you do not need to be taking pills and you can still do things that affect your body in such a positive way that I do not have any symptoms. I don't have brain fog. I don't have hot flushes. My heart palpitations have stopped. I mean, yes, I probably am carrying a little bit more weight around um, than maybe some people want to but you know what I am happy with my body it is strong you know I can play with my grandchildren I can help my husband like we do all sorts of things I'm gonna do this tough mudder um and I know that if I keep doing these things the byproduct will be that my weight will readjust itself and it will settle where it wants to settle and I'm good with that that that's fabulous the last thing I want to do is being a 90-year-old woman worrying about what I'm eating because I might put on a pound and having to step on the scales every day. That is ridiculous. I don't want to be doing it. I want to be enjoying myself. So yeah, that was my big statement. And I was worried about putting it out because I know that lots of people suffer. I don't and I don't want to belittle anything. But what I do want to do is to say, do you know what? There are things you can do and they help. And so, yeah, I've shared it. I've put it out there in the world. Like there are things you can do. So what did I do? 
this is the crux and the important thing, isn't it? I did a few, I did a lot of things and some things worked, some things didn't. For me, and this is very personal to me, so the only thing I can say is be inspired by me, but go find out for yourself. But there's, there is more information out there now. Just go try, find out what works for you. Um, I changed the way I got up in the morning. Um, I now get up early, which meant that I changed the way I went to bed. I now go to bed earlier. I've always been someone that I never really was a late night person, but I definitely wasn't an early morning person at all. Now we tend to head off to bed about half past nine. Um, and then by the time we've faffed around doing whatever we want to do, I get make sure that I've got everything ready for the morning. So my water bottle's full of water. I know what workout I'm doing. I've got clothes out ready to go. I know my ear pods are charged if I want to be listening to a meditation that morning. I get all of that good stuff done. And then by the time we're getting into bed to go to sleep, it's about 10 o'clock. And then the alarm goes off at six. And most mornings I get up at six, not every morning, because I'm not looking for perfection, remember, and we will talk a bit more about perfection in a bit. Um, And I'm getting good quality sleep. And I'm getting good quality sleep because I'm not having any hot flushes anymore. I'm not having hot flushes anymore because I'm not drinking alcohol. Now, I wasn't drinking loads of alcohol, but quite often we'd have a glass of work in the evening. Yeah, a glass of wine, sorry, in the evening when I was working. Um, and once we moved to Cyprus, you know, life is very social here. So to begin with, there was more drinking and socialising. You know, it was a good way of networking and meeting people. Now we've kind of found our um I don't know sort of flow with our new life I guess you could call it and um I quite often opt to be the driver so that I don't have to drink because I don't mind it doesn't really bother me so um yeah so better bedtime routine better morning routine no drinking alcohol my morning routine not no drinking alcohol significantly reduced I don't really how many alcoholic drinks have I had this month what month are we in we're June um I don't know three four maybe it's not very much um my morning routine consists of three things that are really important I do lots of things in the morning my morning routine probably if you list them all down maybe is 10 15 things which sounds huge but some of them are like really small things that just take a second Um, But the main three things that I like to make sure that I'm consistent with and I don't like to drop are breath work, meditation and movement. And I don't do them every day because, again, I am not perfect, but I try my best to do them as often as I can. Because if I don't do my breath work and my meditation, I get heart palpitations. There's nothing wrong with my heart. I'm perfectly healthy. It's all been checked. Like There's nothing wrong with it at all. But palpitations are a symptom of menopause. And if I am consistent with my breath work and meditation, I don't have them. If I miss doing those, not just for one day, but if, say, I went for a week without them, I would notice them coming back in the evening. So it don't happen all the time and it's not all day long, but in the evening sometimes. And it's not nice because you think, oh, why why is my heart doing that? Um, And then, yes, and then the third thing is movement. And 
once I qualified as a yoga teacher, yoga became something that I did every single day. And I still do that, but I don't do like an hour of yoga. I would probably do, what did I do this morning? This morning I did 10 minutes, I think it was. And then I went and did my workout. So it's it's almost like a warm up to my workout. Um, some days I do more just because I get lost in the movement and I like it. Um, and then I'm and then I'm lifting weights, and I'm also swimming. And then once it gets cooler, I'll go back to walking again. The movement is important. Um, I'm not exercising to lose weight. I'm exercising because it makes me feel good. Like it gets my blood pumping. It's good for my heart health. It's good for my hormone health. Um, it's good for my bone density. It's good for my flexibility. There's so many things it's good for. And I, yeah, I just, I, I, the more I do, the more I want to do. And the more I do, the better I get at it and the stronger I get etc etc so all of these things that I've changed and I didn't change them all together like I literally did one at a time so you know for a month I might have started with the sleeping and then I tried adding in the morning and you know there were lots of um, times where I was just focused on one thing like I've been doing this since I was 42 and I'm 52 next month so it's 10 years of practice and I'm still practicing. And I'm not saying that what I do now will be that forever. It will probably change and, um, you know, it will, it will evolve as I learn more, I guess, because I'm always learning. Um, the other thing that I did, which actually is a huge thing and, you know, not it's not for everybody, I appreciate but we changed our whole way of eating. So we went from being the normal diet that everybody eats, you know, meat and fish and eggs, dairy, and we cut all of that out and became vegan or actually whole food, um, plant-based. Um, we took oil out of our diet completely. We do eat healthy fats, but we don't eat oil at home. Obviously, if we're going out, it's different. But in our home environment where we can control it, we don't have oil. Um, and that has had a massive impact on also on all of the menopause symptoms. Like it was the last thing I guess that we did that I was going to say had the biggest impact. I don't know if that's right, but it did have a massive impact. And it means that I can sit here today and say to you, I don't have any menopause symptoms. Uh, for me I am super happy about that it, I'm winning you know um I don't want to suffer them I don't you know this is I want to enjoy the rest of my life I don't want to be a victim to menopause I don't want to be that person that says oh you know I can't do that because my knees ache this morning my knees don't ache anymore oh let's go let's do it you know oh, oh, I can't do that because my shoulders hurt nope I have no shoulder pain let's go let's go do it and that's important to me so yeah that's a it's a big subject it is a big subject and I am only one person and it is only my experience but I think it's important that my experience is out in the world for people to hear you know if this is resonating with you then 
maybe you'll be inspired to go try something to help yourself. Maybe you have a friend or a sister that is going through a hard time and maybe suggesting one or two of these things. You know, I'm not saying go and do all of it right now because, you know, you can't change everything in one go. Change is scary. It takes time. And also what works for me doesn't mean it's definitely going to work for you. But it's worth having a try, isn't it? I think I definitely think it's worth having a try. So, yeah, the training, the menopause journey it's all connected. And I just kind of want to finish with the try not to be perfect when I work with my accountability clients, the first thing that we talk about is a plan. And that plan is a guide. It's to help you so that on the days where you're like, oh, my God, I don't know what's going on. You look at your plan and you're like, OK, that's what I'm supposed to be doing. Can I do it? Is it going to work? Do I need to flex it a little? Do I need to change it a little? Because things happen. Things come up. You know, things go wrong. And that's OK it's okay. You do the best that you can do today and then you try again tomorrow. And it's the consistency of trying again that makes the change. If you throw in the towel and say, oh, it didn't work. It's all gone wrong. I'm not doing it. And don't do anything, then nothing's going to change. But if you can look at it from a perspective of, well, you know, say, taking food, for example, um, I was really good at breakfast and I was really good at lunch. And so I've been out for dinner with my friends and it wasn't on my plan. But you know what? I made some really good memories. I made good choices. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And tomorrow I'll be back to my plan, having my breakfast. No harm's done. That's exactly how it should be. We shouldn't be trying to be perfect. We shouldn't be restricting. As soon as we restrict, we want it. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a big topic and it's one that I could talk about for ages. But I am going to leave it there. We have been chatting for a while. I really hope that's helped. I hope you found it inspiring. If you do want to go and have a look at my book, it is available on Amazon and I will pop um, the details into the show notes. Um Thank you so much for being here and listening. And I encourage you to go back and listen to the other episodes of my podcast if you haven't already done so. Uh, next week, I am having a guest, which is exciting. And um, I actually have a few more surprise guests coming up, which is I'm really thrilled about. So, yeah. Thank you so much for being here. Hope you've enjoyed it. Come and say hello over on Instagram if you're hanging out over there. And I will speak to you all very, very soon. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. I really hope you found it interesting and inspiring. If you want to know more about me, I'm on Instagram at Kim's Wellness Space. If you have enjoyed listening, please leave a review and share. Thank you again and speak to you very soon.